All right, guys, here we go. An exhilarating episode of the Nordies podcast. We are going to talk all things football, including the Minnesota Vikings going to camp. We are going to tell you how worried we are about the Minnesota Twins. And we're going to talk about the Champions League. Here we go, Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Man, I'm fantastic. I'm nice. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk some sports with my friends. But before we do that, we need you guys, the listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean, the podcast app, Spotify. And where else are we headed? It's going to be Amazon and Audible. We are invited, introductory, launch. We don't know when that's happening. They didn't tell us. But we're signed up. That's awesome. So we'll be pretty much every podcast app that is coming and already exists. Um, so get the Nordies podcast each and every week to your device uh, or wherever you listen to the Nordies podcast. Also spread the word about the Nordies podcast for us. Tell some friends this week. For real. That's um, the best thing you can do. I want to post our shit on social media or tell people literally just to speak to them. Here's my thing. I just want you, the listener right now, I'm talking to you. I want you, uh, if you're driving in your car, you're walking on the road, you're laying in your bed, I don't know what you do. Um, if you have thought about this segment and you thought about telling someone or posting us or helping us out and you have been too lazy or you just haven't done it, raise your hand right now. I can feel them oh, going sorry. up. Oh, sorry. I, I can, yeah. My hand's up. Yep, do it. Now, you need to help us out this week. This week is the week. We need you. We appreciate you. We make the show because it's fun for us, but also because we love you, the listener. That's fair. Yep, agree. Yeah, in that order, though. But yes. Okay, guys. So we're drinking a new beer again. This is an exciting week for new beers. What are we drinking this time, guys? Dude, we're going way up north to the beautiful north country of Grand Marais. This is Voyager. Have you guys ever visited Voyager? No, but okay. I like their stuff, and it seems like they're pretty respected in the industry. I think they're very respected. I mean, I, I feel like um, you know Duluth has their you know bent paddle. And I think Voyager is right up there too. And they have released a bunch of new beers in a can. So like I go to Central Liquor usually right on Lowry and, and Central. And they have like four different beers all in the 12 ounce six packs, right? All 10 bucks. Boom. 10 bucks. Love that price. I love it. And so this is Devil's Kettle IPA. Start with the IPA. That'll give you a good idea what they're doing. And I really like this beer. It's a little bit more of an old school recipe, but like... The bitterness is toned down and it's super tasty. What do you guys think? Good stuff. Like yep. it a lot. I like it. Cool yeah. hands. What's our, what's our other one from Two Harbors? The Rasbacrush. Um, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Those guys up there. Um, you know, those guys. Those guys. We'll yep. just leave that there. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's dive right into the sports cast. We're going to start out with uh, a question. We mm. have a, a a new question. Uh, a warm up. We haven't had a warm up in a while. We haven't had a warm up in a while. Let's get warm. Um, okay, so let's warm up, guys. Um, if you could own a Minnesota team, what would it be? And keep in mind, some are more expensive than others, okay? So weigh your options a little bit and buy a team. Buy a Minnesota sports team. Go. Okay, I'll go first. Um, you would think I would say the Twins, but I would not. I would think that. Yeah, that's what I... I would not. Okay. And what I will say is if if we're doing this today, right? I think if you were to buy the Vikings, the pressure would be unbelievably high mm -hmm. and i feel like the bar is set 
and you have to maintain that. And I think that's way more difficult um, in today's sports uh, landscape than most people would understand. Um, I certainly don't, but I'm just speculating. Right. So I feel like if I'm going to buy a franchise here, I think it has to be the Timberwolves. Mm. And the expectations are next to nothing because Glenn Taylor's done next to nothing. It's he's the one of the worst owners. I feel if like you if were you, just mildly competent. People would be happy. I feel mm-hmm. like if you went to the playoffs every other year, maybe won a couple rounds once in a while. Yeah. You're immediately a, a hero compared to Glenn Taylor. Absolutely. You make the right hires. You don't say dumb shit like I had to look him in the eye before I offered him a max contract. Like instead of looking, that we at had this, to like desperately try to get out of. Instead yeah. of like looking at the statistics, like the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like when your grandpa's like, "Well, I'll tell you what: firm handshake and look your you know manager in the eye, and then you'll get the job." And it's yeah. like that's not really how it works. Like, <laughs> um, so I think I think the T Wolves for me is, and not only that, like the NBA is. Boom, like booming yeah like it's it's easily number two in america for most popular sports and most um like profitable franchises and things like that and they're all they're only going up as of right now yeah so i feel like the t wolves is the easy pick for me plus then jimbo i give you like freaking sweet tickets all the time like courtside you can sit in the owner's box what like where, where, hey i'll tell you what i own the team where do you want to sit you tell me oh he'd my be, God. He'd, on be the bench. Like a, he'd be like a local Dude, like a I local be, celebrity I be, fan, I could be six man of the year, man. I could play. I could. I could. I could play. I, could, I mean, we can make you. I'll, I'll be like assist guy. We'll see an assist guy. Well, I don't we'll, shoot. We'll and make I don't you equipment manager. Much. I don't know if you can play, but you, <laughs> we'll make you like the towel guy that comes and wipes the floor when Shaq is sweating too much. You yes, know? with the the Swiffer branded. You get wipes. the big Swiffer. Yeah, man. I've always wanted to. Be. You would do that. That's no so nice of you. Okay, Eric, I would up? pick the Vikings. I thought about it for one second. Okay. Um, I'm by far the most passionate about the Vikings. I don't even know if I'm the most passionate about the NFL when it comes to leagues, but the Vikings are my favorite sports team by some distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that other than um, maybe a few premier um, soccer teams around the world um, and maybe like the Yankees, um, I think owning an NFL team is probably tied with those as the biggest uh sports thing that you could own yeah um i love the vikings it would be amazing to be the owner um and leading in to our first piece of news i would have made the same moves that they made in the last two weeks with their extension of mike zimmer and now of gm rick spielman we're starting the news well that was a really really slick Slick Rick transition. That was a Rick yeah. Spielman-esque. Yeah. Except yeah. for oh, the fact that he didn't let you get to hear a piece. No, I don't have one. He doesn't I, I, I ask the in questions. Uh, and then I pick, but then I pick between you and I go Wolves. So fuck you, Eric. You love but, the Wolves. I know. It's your favorite It was team. never not going to be Wolves. I, mean, Plus, I didn't even think they're about a, money. They're, they're, it's a deal. It's it's a deal. Like, Look, they're like the 28th or 29th like cheapest team. You have to assume... That you're going to move a little There's bit towards nowhere the nowhere to go but up. Yeah, no, you're going to move it, towards the median over five years. You can sell the team and make fucking three billion dollars. Let's go. No, I think you just want to like just turn them around and like make them a like a playoff team. Of like, course. Just have, have, well, that's how you increase value. Yeah. So, Eric, real quick, if you could buy the Vikings or Arsenal, the Vikings, you'd still buy the Vikings, even yeah. though you could like turn the franchise around from Stan Kroenke. And like spend money where it needs to be spent. I would rather own Arsenal than any team that's not the Vikings on Earth. Okay, 
Fair enough. So so it's crazy. Um, the average value of an NFL team compared to an NBA team it's it has narrowed. No, oh, it's really? narrowed. Okay. Uh, it's way closer than I would have assumed. Yeah. Um, the number I'm going to say is going to sound huge, but the difference in the value of the average team is $700 million. Yeah, that's... Which is a huge so there's definitely some of money. basketball teams worth more than um, some football teams and but but the the vice versa. the average NBA team is worth about two point two billion and the average NFL team is worth about two point nine billion okay so, so when, you, when you say it like that that gap has closed yeah significantly I, I would have guessed the average NBA team is worth 1.5 and the average NFL was worth three so it is it's much closer than I thought I would pick the Vikings but yeah so Rick Spielman GM of the Vikings. He's one of the long-standing GMs now in the NFL. Um, you know, he's a guy who, when things are going well, um, takes heat and or takes credit, and when things are going poorly, takes some some blame and some heat. Um, I think uh, that Rick has done a great job. I agree. Uh, the, the in the the last five years in the NFC, the Vikings have the second best record in the NFC. Name his top two wins and his top two losses. That his moves, um, top win signing, um, Spielman or uh, Zimmer. Yep, sure. Um, another win, maybe the draft. You know, getting guys like Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs in the late rounds and undrafted. Huge, um, pretty his, crazy. His biggest loss is for sure inconsistent offensive line play. He just That's never, us and he's us. never had a great line. He has a quarterback right now who thrives with good protection and really struggles with poor protection, like most quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just hasn't but, been able to protect him. He doesn't scramble. So, I mean, it's worse than it's just worse. most. It is worse because yeah, he of needs that. a line more. If, he's, he's the kind of guy who I think if he had the best line in football, he is an He'd MVP. He'd put up Brady numbers. It'd be he's crazy. like an MVP caliber quarterback, which many would be in that scenario. But right. he's that he's good enough that if he had great blocking, he would be an elite player. And we haven't really given him that. So I think that's frustrating. And um, I think he's, I think another like big miss is some of his first round picks, like the Laquan Treadwells. Mm -hmm. I mean, Trey Wayne's is fine, but also not lighting the world on fire. Uh, Bradbury's a little bit. I think, I think he's more well known. I think he's more more well known for his late round picks than he is for his first round picks. I think his day two picks have been what's built the entire team. His second and third round guys and his ability to trade up. I mean, in the first round, the the dealing in the drafts is is mm -hmm. really a big deal. And and his dealing into the first round to get Teddy Bridgewater, who it didn't end well, but if he didn't have a disgusting, horrific leg injury. Literally almost a life-threatening injury. Um, Trading back in to get Cordero Patterson, trading in to get... uh, Xavier Rhodes trading in to get Harrison Smith. You know, he he has made some cool moves. Um, but yeah, some of those first round picks. But if you're gonna pick out if you're gonna pick on that, like you could look at every GM that's ever been For in sure. the NFL and be like, yeah. yeah, he whiffed on that guy, he whiffed sure. on this guy. So um I think he's definitely done way more positive um than than negative. And and that definitely shows on the field. And I think if it hadn't been for some you know catastrophic knee injuries where we end up having to trade for Sam Bradford for God's sakes, um, yeah. and then he gets hurt, and then we have Case Keenum as a quarterback. And if you just said like uh, Case Keenum's going to go thirteen and or the team's going to be thirteen and three with Case Keenum at the helm for eighty yeah. percent of the snaps, I would have been like, you're crazy, you are crazy. lost, yeah, you have lost your mind. 
and they ended up doing it. So that that that's an like you said, that's a tribute to Spielman, the GM, and building the team, and then having the right people in place yep. like Mike Zimmer to lead the team on. The Vikings um, get people act like they're like some piss poor organization because they've never won a Super Bowl, but in reality, I believe they're like the sixth most winning team in NFL history. They have the most wins of any team that's never won a Super Bowl. They have been one of the best teams over the last five years. They consistently are a good team. I think they have the right pieces in place. And it's not like you can just go find the next Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Cousins is a top 10 quarterback, I think for sure. I think Cousins is as good currently, not career-wise, but currently as Aaron Rodgers. I do. I think they're very, very, very comparable quarterbacks. He's not going to not... like Current Aaron Rodgers. He can win you a Super Bowl. He just needs all the other pieces that you need to win a Super Bowl. He's not not going to cause problems down the line. He just... He he needs help. He can't win it by himself. Well, I mean, he single-handedly won the Saints playoff game. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Last year. If you want to point to, like, the guy that, like, didn't buckle under the pressure, it's Kirk Cousins. There you go. I think that the list of... Um, quarterbacks who could just do it by themselves without a great supporting cast currently is Mahomes, maybe Jackson, and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't think there's another quarterback in the but, league. Am I just not remembering it right? I mean, have the Seahawks made a splash lately? What's the deepest they've gone in the last five? I mean, they went as far as we did last year, but I mean, they went to the Super Bowl twice in the past six or seven years. They yeah, won yeah, a Super yeah. Bowl. They they should have won two. Instead, they tried to pass from the one yard line. Yeah, that was crazy. But so, so this is my, my favorite thing. Um, I brought up a account on Twitter. We should have this guy on our show, actually. His name's Dustin Baker. He is at He's your guy. At oh, yeah, Dust yeah. Baker. I love this guy on Twitter. He's so good. Does He's he like, know that you we mentioned him multiple I've, times? I'm gonna have to. You or, need to at least DM him and be like, uh, dude, this is the second time we've <laughs> so named He, you in the he literally always um is pro Kirk Cousins, mostly because of the stats are very pro Kirk Cousins. And he was saying that the check down crowd um rips cousins and says he checks down, but he really is like the best deep passing quarterback in the NFL. Um, and he was saying that people consider checkdowns, swing passes, and screen passes to to Delvin Cook, who might be our best player on offense, that that's a checkdown instead of just a, a design play. Design yeah. part of an offense. To him, yeah. And so he people were all ripping on him and saying that Kirk, um, you know, is a fine deep ball passer, but he sucks at the in the fourth quarter, and all he does is pads his stats in the fourth quarter. And what? so someone sent him... We're kind of losing a lot in the fourth quarter, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it's yeah. stats. So, so some guy said, um, sent him a picture of a guy doing a noose with his seatbelt um, and said it was Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter. And then uh, Dust Baker, this guy said... Um, Aaron Rodgers' uh, passer rating in a one-score game in the fourth quarter over the past five seasons is an 89.1. Kirk Cousins, 91.2. And he says, does Rodgers do the seatbelt suicide too? Hmm. <laughs> I love it. Cousins there you go. is the guy. Zimmer is the guy. Spielman is the guy. The Wilfs are the owners. We went over this a million times. I can't wait for the NFL. We literally just make up NFL things to talk about. Yep. Um, but they are back in camp right now. They're back in camp. It's crazy with COVID. They, there's no preseason. There's no they, scrimmages. They bubbled in any way. Are they just showing up and? They're just showing they up. Masking. I mean, what are they doing? They're they had. I a want lot, this season to happen so bad. A lot of it social distance, but because there's no bubble, you're going to get a lot of guys that test positive during the season. Yeah. Um. So in 
this you had Michael Pierce, our big free agent signing from um, Carolina. Uh, no, he was with Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. But yeah. but big nose tackle. He was taking Linval Joseph's spot. He opted out for health reasons. I think um, he's a child with some like health concerns. I think. Yeah, and okay. he said he himself has had breathing issues his whole yeah. life as a giant man, three hundred and forty, sure. three hundred fifty pound man. Um, so he is opting out, which is not ideal, um, but you know understandable because it's not the time to rip anyone for making that decision. Um, but yeah, it's going to feel nice to have the NBA back. It just, we just hope it happens as, um, they're planning at least at this point. Okay. Uh, next up, something that isn't going to happen, uh, most likely college football. We should have done it the other way. You should have been like college, the big 10 announces their college football schedule. <laughs> yeah. So they announced <laughs> and it. It's canceled. And <laughs> I didn't really want to spend time talking about their schedule because I don't think they're going to play really uh, at all. I don't think so. So, so so the, the whole year off. Just the, the hot rumor is not going to start in the spring. Just whatever. So Penn State, I think, was the first Big Ten school to say we're not going to allow fans at the games. Okay, which is a huge like financial detriment. Yes. And then I think now the trend is turning towards it's just not going to it's not going to happen. The Power Five conferences were kind of today were kind of like we don't see. I don't think we can do this. We don't see a path. Well, they do it for money. And well, the players are saying, you know, the players so, are yes. saying, like, this is important. We have saying. all of these demands, and they're not because we're being assholes or we're greedy, but we are not professional athletes. Yeah. And we need to know that if this happens, we're not going to lose a year of eligibility if games get canceled or we're not, you know, pretty much they're trying to protect themselves like everyone should. Like, how are you going to keep us safe? And the schools just don't have good enough answers. And I'm not being anti-school or I'm not being anti-player. I'm not being anti-anyone. It's a pandemic and we're asking them to do something that's not realistic. And so I I think college football is, um, I I put it this way, um, this week, the, the star player of the Gophers and maybe the best player the Gophers have had in... A really long time. I mean, time. he's a day one or two draft pick for sure. I mean, he, depending on how his year was going to go or how he tested the combine, he he's going to go down as one of the great gopher players ever, maybe. And he opted out. Who? Um, Rashad Bateman. There you go. Yeah. Um, wide receiver. He was the, the Big Ten receiver of the year last year as a sophomore. Um, a lot of people think he's a first round pick. You know, what should be a great draft for receivers. And he opted out. And he wasn't even the best player to opt out in the Big Ten, let alone in the country. Right, right. Um, There's a linebacker from Penn State. Some people think he's a top five pick. A D-end from uh, um, Miami, who a lot of people think is a top five pick. And they literally have nothing to gain. No, they're by, just saying, like, what am I going to do? Season. I'm going to play yeah. three games, risk getting COVID, and then they're going to cancel it, and then I'm going to get ready for the draft. Right. I might as well get a head start on it. And so you you, you can see exactly why they're going to do this. And I think the thing that's going to be so difficult for college football is if they move to the spring, which some of the smaller conferences have already announced they're going to do, the problem with that is that when is the NFL draft and which good players that were bound for the NFL are even going to play? It's what, June? I mean, it's supposed to be in April. <laughs> But if they no, played, I, I, I assume they were they were going to move it back. Yeah, yeah, like, they'd yeah. have to move it into the summer, which makes it super difficult on NFL teams to start on yep. time to get rookies in. So I don't think the NFL would be like, we're just going to move the draft back. We're just going to have to keep it where it's supposed to be, and some guys just aren't going to play. Well, then you know, probably 350 guys opt out to try to make the NFL draft. Anybody that is a potential fourth round pick or better is likely to opt out. Yep. And then anyone that would be like considered a, considered uh, why is a the game exciting? Exactly. And, <laughs> I mean, your best people aren't playing. 
And then you have guys that are like fifth and seventh, fifth through seventh round, roughly, that would say like, "Well, I want to play to try and like prove myself and maybe look a little bit better." And then you have guys being overvalued mm-hmm. because they were the only ones playing and they looked good against like yeah. a backup, you know, secondary as yeah. a receiver or something like that. You know, so like everything will get muddled. And I think the NFL is just like, "Well, uh, we're going to base these guys on the previous season. We're not going to gauge anything on this." you know, spring football season. And so the whole thing's going to be very muddled. I, I just think it's a mess. So I think college football mm. is not going to happen and that's okay. Uh, what about a high school football? So that's Already. the next one. Um, so the decision on high school sports from the Minnesota state high school league was made this week where high school football was pushed back to March 15th, March wow. 15th through May 15th is the, the new high school. I mean, football. they realize it's still going to be snowing. Yeah, the advantage <laughs> the advantage for those wealthy cities who have their own domes yeah. is going to be greater than ever. Um, but yeah, March fifteenth through um, May fifteenth is football and volleyball, and then baseball, softball, lacrosse, and track are now May fifteenth through July fifteenth. Okay, mess. And imagine if I we mean, had like I guess I don't care. Eric, I coach football and lacrosse, care. so yeah, this is like really gonna impact me. Yeah, my my spring or my fall just got a lot more open, and my spring just got a lot more busy. So let's party. I mean, from a podcast perspective, <laughs> that's great until the spring hits. Yeah, no, but seriously, I think <clears throat> like if only we had like a pandemic response team <laughs> in the Oval Office. I know, I know. Imagine a world where the former president left a fully ensconced pandemic response team with a playbook to how to handle these things. Yeah. Did you see that Fauci, it's documented that in 2017, told Trump, during your presidency this this term... You will face. Well, he met with Obama, and they they caused this whole thing. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw the meme yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> right. If you saw the Facebook, I'm sure meme. that's been twisted that way. Yeah. My favorite memes like, are the no. ones that were like, someone had a. Uh, it would be like Hillary Clinton and Biden had a quote talking about C19 when they were talking in a cafeteria in 2008. How did they know? And what lab was this created in? Yeah, exactly. Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then usually like the ones I see are usually like, and also I made all this up, but that's how these things start. Yeah. So just yeah. fuck you. Watch, Any, check anyway, some sources. So, yeah. By the way, let me just say one thing about Facebook. They have been trying to combat this stuff. So like, people will post some bullshit that's like ha- half ass okay. combat, though. and then like you'll scroll down a little bit more, and it'll have like a Facebook bar that comes across. It doesn't take up much space, but it says this item has been fact checked as what. So, and then it'll give you the source. So, like, I saw one thing somebody posted, and it was like, this has actually been checked by the Washington Post. Boom. Done. It's good. This has been fact-checked as not reliable. So, they let it stay up, but right below it, they'll tell you. So, I, I was like, okay, they're trying. Maybe. Hmm. I know I know I'm not getting anywhere okay, with you guys. Okay, let's, but... let's move away from um, the NFL. and from Racebook? Yeah. Oh. Oh. From, let's move away from all of the the major uh, f- football leagues and let's move to the minor leagues. That's the XFL, who just this week was bought. They got a new owner. So this is just like a WWF. Um, it's all in the family, baby. Storyline playing out. It's perfect. You know, this is Vince McMahon. This is the XFL. And then he's like, I'm the owner of my own football league. Except, is that the Rock's music? 
The Rock actually bought the football league instead, <laughs> and they're going to fight over who owns the league at SummerSlam. Yeah. Except it happened in real life. The yes, Rock now IRL, yeah. owns the XFL, which was started by Vince McMahon. That's a really big uh, He is he like head of an ownership group. I mean, you know, but yes. Apparently, $15 million hey, if, listen, <laughs> will buy you a sports you league. You could buy the Wolves for $2 billion bucks, or, or you could buy an entire sports league for 15 for 0.05% yeah. of that. Maybe a majority ownership stake in that. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah. Um, are we doing do we care? Because I don't care. I, I don't I just, care. It's I think never it's a bad work. move from The Rock. I mean... Yeah, but what's fifteen million? That's, that's Baywatch too. Yeah, what The Rock is just yeah. like I guess I'll have to just sign on to do Jumanji Seven. Yeah, Jumanji Seven will have to come and like uh, the I'll make that much off of the T-shirts we sell. You know, right. are you kidding? We're going to space in the next goddamn Fast and Furious. I'll be fine. Oh, getting extra for that. That's so rough. So yeah, I mean XFL still sucks. Uh, the Rock made a bad investment, I assume, but uh, the world will turn. Okay, um, next up, uh, the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> I would have made them the, the main topic, but I'm actually so disappointed in how they've played the last uh, couple games. Rough. Four. They were 10-2. and two. They've lost four in a row to such powerhouses as the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Kansas City Royals. But to be fair, we only lost one to the Pirates out of four. But yeah, getting swept by the Royals is bad. Pretty crazy. Yeah, um, really, pretty surprising. Eric and I were texting about this. and the Wait, pitch, the pitching, without me? Well, do you care? Dude. No, I don't. Number one. <laughs> but you just want to be included. You want to be included. Yes, yes. Yes. The the pitching is a huge problem right now. And so I I'll say one thing. We have a better record through this many games now than we did last year. However, these games mean a lot more. Yes. Three times. But mean- <laughs> however, there's eight teams from each league that are going to the playoffs. So they they, they matter more. Because there's less, but they matter less because there's more playoff teams, if that makes sense. Like, okay. if you can follow right. that logic. So, Casey could sweep us in essentially a nine-game series. Call it that, right? Three times the value, but they'll also make the playoffs, and so will we, or what? Something like that. I mean, if the if the playoffs started today, I think there'd be four teams in the AL Central in the playoffs. Okay. So, All right. Detroit's overachieving. Kansas City's overachieving. Um. There's there's a couple concerns. One injuries. Like I think we've had nine starting pitchers. Eric, can you? I don't know if you can fact check that. I think we've had nine yeah. different starting, including pitchers. the the bullpen games. Right. So nine different starting pitchers in sixteen games is mm-hmm. kind of a concern. Okay. Uh, Rich Hill is on the IL. Homer Bailey's on the IL. Jake Odorizzi just came off the injured list. Um, Jose Barrios looked bad today. Yeah. Um, I. Are we going to rely on Randy Dobnik and have to hear the fucking Uber driver story for the seven millionth time? Or the mustache comments? It just kind of goes on and on we, with this guy. We have less time to figure out these things than we normally do, so these need to get corrected quickly. Josh okay. Donaldson's on the injured list. Our big, you know, free agent signing for four years. I mean, he can't stay healthy. So, yep, you need to make sure you get guys healthy for a month and a half from now. While still maintaining, you want to try and get one of those top four seeds, so you have like the home field advantage, if you want to call it that. Right. So the whole thing's kind of a mess right now. The the you know we thought the Twins lineup was just going to be bashing the ball all over the field, and they started that way, um, and now they're not. Uh, Miguel Sano is a big problem. Yep. Um, uh, Buxton was hitting a couple 
Buxton, he's sitting okay, right? Buxton has turned things around. All right. I think he's he's looking good, but he's still like hurt. I mean, he's he's been on the Gleeman and the Geek podcast saying that like his shoulder is still um, clicking when he swings the bat. Oh, which is like, uh, <laughs> it's not good. I don't know if that's good. Um, I'm not a physiotherapist, <laughs> but I would say like that's not something that for should someone happen. who swings a bat for a living. Yeah, literally yeah. like thousands of times a day. Um, so like, you know, you can see like where lack of spring training is hurting this club a little bit. So. And, but other clubs maybe two or more so could us. be, but then you get swept by the Royals and you're all of a sudden like questioning, like, yeah. what are we doing here? You know? And quick so, question, 30 games in August, is that a lot more? Are they also playing a more condensed schedule too? Like yes. almost every day, oh, I think they have one day off this month or something like that. Yeah, that... and so it, it's extremely condensed. Okay, I, I mean obviously, like it, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would say like on a normal August, you're going to be playing 27 games, 26 games, where you have like Thursdays off. Yeah. Every other week, and then maybe a Monday off here and there. Okay. Just just for travel so like, for travel purposes. But that is, I mean that can be a lot when you have one day off a month as opposed to like four or five. That's a big deal. Big deal. Okay. Um, especially for for the war of attrition that baseball is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then they've also had like three months off to get ready for the season, realistically. Yeah. Right? I mean, there was like half a spring training and then that all got shut down and then they were basically off until July. So um, I'm not panicking yet. I'm not hitting the panic button at all. Um, I think Baldelli is a great manager. I think he, he knows what he's doing. I think we have the tools and the, the people in place. But given the lack of time, it's a little concerning right now. Our next series is against the Brewers. The Brewers. I think we sweep. So you think we come back? Yes. I sure hope so. <laughs> All okay. right. Nobody willing to make a prediction. There. Eric, you have no opinions? Um, Just going to let me talk? I am too sad for some reason baseball when when the twins are doing poorly i just like shut off watching baseball (laughs) Mm -hmm. like my fantasy baseball team sucks whenever the twins are like doing poorly because i like can't watch it um i think that they're going to be just fine um but the pitching is alarming um but if you look around um pitching has been uh the same for most of the league the pitchers have dominated the batters but the pitchers can't stay healthy is what you're seeing all over the league. Okay. So the Twins not hitting is just like everybody else for the most part in the league not hitting except for Fernando. I mean they're Tatis. basically they're basically going through spring training right now. Yeah, it's it's really ugly. So you know, it's going to be how you're playing in your last 20 games, not your first 20 games. So I'm going to be patient with them. They still have a fine record, but that 10 and 2 start that looked like they were going to run away with things and compete for the title um, makes me a little You should know better point. as a Minnesota sports fan. That was yeah. too good to yeah. be true. Um, next up, uh, the Minnesota Wild. They <sighs> win the first game and they lose the next three to the Vancouver Canucks. Good. Um, yeah. okay. And because of this. A little disappointing. No, no I'm, I'm very no, pleased. I was disappointed. I'm on board. No, no I was watching them. I was watching them, and I'm still on board. This is going to be better for the team. They were never going to go anywhere in the playoffs this year with piss-poor goaltending and an average lineup at best. So, like, Stalock's, like, short or something, and so everybody can just shoot over his shoulders? Is that what happened the whole series? I think Stalock is... I don't know anything about hockey, and that's what I could tell. Okay, if I had to give you, like, where Stalock is, um, don't listen to Minnesota Sports Radio, who will pretend he's better than he is. He is, like, in the 48th percentile of hockey goalies. 
and okay. not, I'm sorry, of, of, of professional NHL right, hockey right, goalies, right. not That's, minor league guys. <laughs> and not only I that, hope he's like, in the 90s at least with that. Yeah. Devin Dubnik is not that good of a goaltender. No. And he he's just was, big at least. But he was consistently starting over Staylock and better. Yeah. Their, their goaltending is a disaster. Um, okay. Their defense uh, got banged up as Ryan Suter got hurt in the playoffs. Um, they rest their D is just okay. They don't have enough guys. Does he have that, like a career ending injury that we can cut him? <laughs> no, but they, they, uh, the big problem was until game four, they had scored zero goals at five on five. Yeah. Which is how most of the game is played. So yeah. that's tr- troubling. So why should we be excited? Although, I'll just say that like I watched these games and there was almost no five on five hockey. Like, yeah, the refs were crazy with the penalties, just yeah. nonstop. Can they've I, been, can been I tell you why? Yeah, please. Because hockey sucks and oh. they don't score enough goals. And so now they're just calling as many penalties as they can because the hockey isn't very good so that there's more goals scored and they only get scored when there's a power play. Well, it was four also on five and four on four makes for more, more exciting, exciting hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's oh. also like, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's also like uh, some of those were like the qualifying rounds, right, of these don't necessarily mean as much where they're not going to, you know, tighten up the whistles a little bit. And I think as you see, like once we get into like uh, the later rounds of the of the playoffs, they won't call that stuff anymore. But I think they're, you know, just like the refs, like they were trying to get warmed up and try to get back into things. And they're they're calling it like they would during a regular season game. And then once the actual playoffs start, they'll call it a little bit more like like playoff hockey where they kind of let let things go. A little yeah. Bit. OK. All right. So, yeah, let me tell you why for the first time in years, I'm feeling excited about the wild. Okay, yeah. first off, um, they made a bunch of trades in the last few years, right? They traded Zucker for a big prospect from the Penguins and a first-round pick, which they might get this year. Um, they traded um, uh, Charlie Coyle to Boston in exchange for... Donato? Donato, who like can't get into the rotation even, so that's not looking great. Yeah, but he was really good before the pandemic hit. I think that they are going to rely on him minimally, Moving forward, they traded um, a horrible trade, Niederreiter, for Rask, who I don't even know where he is. <laughs> and Nino was dominating. And Nino was great, so that yeah. trade didn't work out. Okay. But they did trade Mikhail Granlund for Kevin Fiala. And, and Kevin Fiala. Fiala, I think, is a superstar. Wow, well, that's... No, I'm dead. him a star? No, I think he's a superstar. Whoa. He's, 20, go, he's, he's just super. turned 24, and I think he's going to be like one of the... 10 best offensive players in the league next year. Where do you think that he will end up ranking on all-time uh, wild scorers? Um, fourth. Oh. I mean, depending on how long we are able <laughs> yeah. to keep him. He, right, he's, right, right. He's rocket fast. He's super powerful and strong. He he's scores goals. He's, he's a like tough player. I, I, I think he's really freaking good. I yeah. And if you would have asked me um, at the beginning of 2020, I would have been like, he's okay. And he, as a bonus, he's pretty handsome. Yeah. So I think that like he could get us some attention nationally, get some last ad week, campaigns. Last week we were talking Powerade. About- I don't know what what <laughs> what really sponsors uh, hockey, but maybe Powerade. Um, whatever sponsors NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> um, last week, who were we talking about? It was so cute. We, I guess, apparently, a lot of people came to us and said we sure talked about a lot of handsome athletes. I think we were talking about mostly <laughs> football players. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we said we were going to do a segment on uh, like ranking hotness and it, hot players. We, we haven't quite. We're working on it every day. We're, trust me, we're working on it. We're <laughs> compiling a list. Um, yeah. So Fiala, Fiala is a stud. Um, uh, then we have Kaprizov coming in, who is going to be the rookie of the year, I believe. I um, hope so. Assuming the season goes off as planned, yes. I think he's the favorite. He will be the favorite at least. He's going to be the, the Tarasenko. Yeah, he's of the NHL. He's. I'm not saying he's going to be the Let's best player go. in the league, but like I think he is close to a sure thing to be like an all-star level player. Like I he, think he's going to come to this team and he's going to do some things on the ice, and we're going to be like, okay. I get it. God, I hope so. Like, the, he's going to have some, like, if, listen, highlight reels don't translate to, you know, I mean, we, we've seen that with the NBA and lots of things like that, but this guy's the real deal. He's he's going to be the real deal. So you have those two pieces that we should be really excited about. Now, but, let's get to the other thing we're excited about, the wild loss. The wild losing put them into contention for the number one overall pick in the draft. Okay. So currently, um, the wild, based on where they finished and their record in the regular season and who got eliminated in this round, the wild, because of a few upsets, have moved all the way up to an 87.5% chance to get the number nine pick in the draft, which would be the highest we've drafted in like five or six years. Okay. All right. That's number nine. Is it's a, not, it's not it's, incredible, it's but it's top a, 10. It's a good pick though. Okay. Good pick. Right. Norm, right. Normally we've been at like 20 all the time. So let's, Every we, we will be happy to take the nine. So okay. 87.5% okay. chance that you get the number nine pick and a 12.5% chance you get the number one pick. All right. And that is going to be Alexis Lafreniere, I believe is how you say his name. He is a left wing from Canada, and people are saying he is a franchise player, that he is going to be a superstar in the league, better than Fiala, better than Kaprizov, like he would be our best player in the next two years. He's the Connor McDavid. If you added him to those guys and some of the pieces we already have in place, Hmm. if we're lucky enough to win the Monday, when you guys are listening to this, if it's Monday, no, it's already happened. We won the we won it. We uh, won the lottery. <laughs> let's party right now. So it's happening tomorrow. It's happening tomorrow when On we're recording Monday. this. But let's pretend Stop. we won it right now, and we are getting Lafrenier, Lafrenier, Alexis Lafrenier, Lafrenier. And if and if we get him, Caprizov, Lafrenier, and let's Fiala. Go. Boom! If you have and the Fiala, three of them, oh my god! Now I'm have, excited. If you now the, I'm watching yes, all the hockey games, yes, all yes. of them. Dynasty time. So um, the worst thing is, is that I'm a Minnesota sports fan, so I know without a shadow of doubt that we will not be getting them. Somehow pick. we'll be getting the 15th pick. Yeah, somehow yeah. they're going to be like, you had a 100% chance of getting a top nine pick and you still ended up with a lower pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we're not getting him, but... Um, I just get my hopes up every time. And they're all the way up. We've got him. We are getting the number one pick. We I'm got announcing him. it right now. Woo. Dynasty time. Let we're me ask partying. you uh, an off-the-wall question. Yes, Would sir. you be surprised at all if they were like, Team XYZ all tested positive for COVID, so we're pulling the wild back into the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> Lose your chance. The- and, then, and then they're like, yeah, but you're still getting a horrible pick. No, I think the chances are that we get the pick, and then we instantly trade for a bunch of shitty old players. Instantly trade that pick, and now we trade for the fifteenth overall pick just to get just to keep things. You know, look, I, we I want the ownership you. comfortable. I hate you for that take, but I also would not be surprised. Yeah, that that could happen. We need All to right. be prepared. for So that. here are the teams that could could get him. Okay, 
the Wild, which won't happen. Our arch nemesis, the Winnipeg Jets, that sounds likely. The New York Rangers, who the league would love to get him to. If you so think the league cheat. isn't rigging this for yeah. him to go to either a Canadian franchise or a major market, yeah. you're crazy. Um, the Florida Panthers, who have a 0% chance, because why would they put him there? The Nashville Predators, who have already been good for a long time and they don't need him. The Toronto Maple Leafs, who they would love to get him to. He's for sure going to Toronto. The Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> who have won the draft lottery. They're like the Cleveland Cavaliers. They just keep getting top picks and lighting them on fire and they can't win and they have and the best they player in the Chicago, world. And they should have Chicago and they didn't. And then the other team who I would be just sick if they got him is the Pittsburgh Penguins. They'd be like, Crosby's getting up there in age. Same with Malkin. Let's replace Let's him. replace him with yeah. Lafreniere, who is just the new version of them. So those are your teams. It should be. It will be announced when you guys are listening to this. You are probably like, why would you ever have hope? Of course it so, went to the Penguins. So if we don't get the first pick, what pick are we getting? Nine. Nine. So there you go. Not too bad. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's kind of a big gap, but there's always next year. It did suck. I was like so excited hockey was back and I watched all the games, all the wild games. And now it's over. Game one. Was and great. I'm not going to I don't care about hockey, so I'm not going to watch anymore. So there's one sport down. OK, OK. Well, guys, there's one sport we all do care about, even though our teams are not left in this competition. That's the Champions League. Yeah. What's up? OK, the Champions League. So they had to finish up the last of the round of 16 this week. OK. And so your big games were um, Lyon versus Juventus. Um, Lyon went in with Huge a with an advantage. Um, Juventus won the game, but Lyon wins on away goals. They beat Cristiano Ronaldo and the champions of Italy uh, in a huge upset. Um, and Olympic Lyon moves on to the round of eight, which is pretty exciting. Soon upset. to be eliminated, but that's cool. Uh, two things about that. Number one, Juventus won the league. Yes, they've won the league like eight years in a row. And their head coach, the former Chelsea manager, was fired. After the match, like yeah. literally the really? next day. Yeah, they were like, fuck you. You can't beat Leon. What's his name? Maurizio Sarri. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Shit. Uh, also, Bayern Munich beat Ryan's Chelsea team. Beat that ass. To a pulp. Uh, over two games, they won seven to one. That sucks, dude. Someone said, oh. They're good, though, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone said, um, Lampard has turned Chelsea into Arsenal. Getting murdered in the round of 16 in the Champions League. I mean, we were starting like 60% like bench players in the second round or this this the second leg. So I don't know if that's a fair comparison. But um, I know you guys said, I think Eric, you said last week, City's the favorite or looks like the favorite. I don't know. I think Bayern's pretty fucking good, man. Let's it, go Bayern. That's my team. That's my German team. You know that, right? That's my German team. Oh, so you picked the literally the best team in the last. I like, picked. 15 I didn't years. know anything about football, oh, and I still don't. It. But I had been to Munich, and that's the only place I've been in Germany. So that's my team. It's um, a coincidence. Next up, it. Lionel Messi and Barcelona beat Napoli from Italy four to two on aggregate. And Man City in the big matchup of the round, Man City over Real Madrid four to two as well. Cristiano Ronaldo less. Yes. Real Madrid for the yeah. first time. So we're moving into the quarterfinals. It's down to just eight teams. So I'm going to pull up the 538 favorites with the matchups. Okay? Yes, please. So your um, 
First matchup is the seventh favorite with a 4% chance to win the, the title, Atalanta, the underdogs, the darlings of the tournament, the darlings of the Italian They're league the Cinderella year. team. They're scoring goals in bunches. <laughs> They're, they have no players that you've ever heard of. None. And they just can't stop scoring goals. They pour them in. Yep. And so that's Italy's Atalanta versus um, the French champions, um, Neymar, Mbappe, and Paris Saint-Germain, PSG. Um, PSG is the third favorite at 14% chance. Atlanta is the seventh favorite at 4% chance. Okay. Um, I'd love to see Atlanta beat the shit out of them. That'd be crazy. Um, The only reason that I kind of want PSG to win is because I do want there to be a big-time matchup in the final, and I believe that it's already seeded through this through the the next round as well and that the this side of the bracket is much weaker so i think seeing neymar and and mbappe in the final would be fun even though i don't like psg okay the next one might not happen as two atletico madrid players tested positive for covid throwing the whole tie into doubt not diego Mm. Um, I, we don't know who they were yet, but Atletico yeah, Madrid. If it's going to be anybody that was out partying, it's yeah. Diego Costa. Yeah. <laughs> Atletico Madrid from Spain. Um, they are the sixth favorite at 6% and maybe now lower because two players have COVID, maybe more do, versus Germany's Red Bull Leipzig, who is the um, fifth favorite at 8%. So five versus six in favorites. Probably the worst tie of the whole bunch. Yeah, don't care. Um, the next one is... The number one favorites at 37% chance to win the final, Manchester City from England Boo. versus the eighth um, favorite team, Lyon from France, with less than 1% chance. Okay. Lyon, Lyon so they team. move on. So Lyon, eight versus Lyon's one. Though. Is this a random draw? Yes. Oh, but, bullshit. But no, but eight versus one is is the fair draw there. Oh, if you're the best team, case, you know you you. Okay. If if all things work perfectly, eight versus one is how it should end up. In five American versus sports, let's five go. versus six is the matchup. That's the bullshit one because one of those teams, lesser teams, gets to move on. Okay, and then finally, right. in your big, huge matchup of the tie, it's Germany's Bayern Munich, who is the second favorite at twenty one percent chance, versus Spain's Barcelona at nine percent, the fourth favorites. That's your big matchup of this round so i think byron kills them i kind of think so too i think byron is much better i think i think this thing is going to come down to byron man city and psg one of those three teams i really don't want city to win i feel like it's sort of like like a liverpool versus city thing in the whole world like everyone's watching um liverpool won last year got eliminated bullshit early See, I kind of think this I want year. City to win, even though I hate them, because I love the Premier League. I know, I get and that. I want but the Premier me, League to win. Like, I, I want the Premier League. Trust me, to I would win, be though. cheering for Chelsea. I'd be cheering for Arsenal so hard, but I cannot cheer for City. I will I can't never cheer, cheer for City. I will never cheer for them. <laughs> I, I guess you know. I guess what I'm really hoping for is um, either City or Bayern Munich versus PSG in the final. And well, I what's would crazy be really is excited. is the last year's Champions League. Uh, final would have been Liverpool against City were it not for VAR. Yeah. Because Aguero scored that goal and that would have, that would have essentially sent them through. It was like the 90, yeah. 90th minute or whatever. But he You're was a little offside. biased though because it was against the Spurs. No, no, no. But Spurs. Like, and you hate the Spurs. No, no, no. So Spurs like, and all their stupid fans. But that was the first year that VAR was Sorry being used. that loves likes them that's listening. It was the first year VAR was being used in Champions League. And yeah. so had it... And it was by like 
like a hair. Like it was a, yeah. a very small thread. And it would have been City versus Liverpool, which would have been an absolutely epic Champions League match. I really I'm think, not sure that Liverpool would be... I think Liverpool would have lost. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Honestly. I'm, I'm I mean, kind of glad it went the way it did. Yeah. Let's say that. But I think it would have been a better match. It was a great day for me. Um, so anyway, um, I think Bayern Munich is going to destroy everyone until the final. And then, and then it'll be a really good match. And what's your prediction? Who's going to win? Uh, I would we City do this or Munich. next week too, yeah. but... Is it? Can it be City versus? No, I believe City and Munich. Yeah, will play they, the don't, next they don't. Round they don't redraw. And PSG yeah, okay. will play like Leipzig, and it will be like PSG versus City or Munich. Um, and just so you know, um, on power rankings, they rank all the teams throughout the whole year. Um, they have their third best team is Barcelona. Their second best team is Munich, and their first best team is City. So they sure. believe City is the best team left in this but thing city city in like big games sometimes fades and and like when they get like they get down a goal early or like like chelsea beat the shit out of them at home other than one kevin de bruyne free kick yeah city never had their foot on the gas and sometimes you you it, it depends like if they if they just decide like we're not going to show up today then they get their their asses kicked so um i don't trust them like if you if you were to give me a big pile of money and say how do you want to wager this? You have to this? put this on the favorite. You'd... I don't think I'd put it on City. Like, yeah, yeah. I really don't. Like I, they have n- even under Pep, I have never seen anything in European football like the like Champions League play where I'm like I'm a hundred percent confident in their ability to to end this versus Bayern Munich, who's like will score and dominate against anyone, and they've done that year over year. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm glad Champions League is back. Um, it kind of hurts the the premier league a little bit in terms of like scheduling just based on timing but um it's fun to watch i wish we had easier access to it here in the united states um because it's kind of uh, a lot of games are like uh you know blacked out just not on cable not on espn nowhere which is an absolute fucking crazy some of the biggest teams in the world not on literally like and it's a travesty but anyway um eric the as, as they go on i bet they'll be on eric what up? Are you excited for this Champions League tournament? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good. I love it. I can't wait. Um, the Champions League final for all of the people who are like, soccer should have playoffs. They this do. Is the playoffs. This is the playoffs. This is the Super Bowl. The Champions League is the Super Bowl, and uh, every year it's a huge event. I believe it's on Fox most years. And they at it, least have the semifinal and the final on Fox. Yeah, I think. it's yeah. great. I love to watch it. I can't wait. Um, for this to get started, and I can't wait for these games. So, remember how much fun we had at Brits? Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, I. Well, but outside of that, like just the atmosphere dude, we were all and... so hardcore on Liverpool because we all hate Spurs and all our stupid fans. <laughs> He's doubling down. <laughs> all yeah, right. Well, it was a great day. All right, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. Go back, check out our first episode. It was so good. I felt great about it. It was so funny. It will make you laugh. It will make you happier. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's all the time we have this week. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed all of this chitter-chatter about sports, and hopefully you guys will uh, spread the word about the Nordies podcast once and finally to all of your friends. Until next week, thank you guys for listening to the Nordies podcast.